dazzling too. <laughs> Top of the list. What up, everyone? Welcome back to Four Fit Podcast. Metal Matt here. We got the Big John Stud, J Lo, Wild One, Wild Bill. Brought to you by Boost Mobile. Good to see you, Bill. Good to be Fire here, Connor. Little... I go down and refresh the <laughs> servers down in the basement. Yeah, I had to, had, had to reset the old uh, some, some, uh, some uh, outlets, but we're good now. Which actually over, you had to over do. Under if we, over yeah. under if we drop them during this podcast. I'm already uh, hearing should be a Twitter I'm poll. Already hearing pieces. <laughs> should be a Twitter <laughs> poll. <laughs> yeah, we, um, yeah, that's right. What's up? What's up, Bill? No, I, I was saying, yeah, that's right. That, that would be a, I guess, good Twitter poll. We haven't done Twitter poll in a little while. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the last poll we did was for the um, the playoffs last week. I think I, I threw some I threw some up, but oh, nice. Yeah, you know, since I'm never on since since I never look at the Twitter, you know, figured I'll just put the that's all I do on Twitter is put polls up. That's all. John and John and Jesse are the, uh, the Twitter whores on here. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, just like to, you, know, you see that Baker him. Mayfield? Baker Mayfield, because I guess the fans and the GM and the Browns are like, they hate him being on Twitter because he picks so many fights. And he's mm-hmm. like, I'm done forever. I'm quitting social media. Three days later, he's like posting like a man, like a madman again about everything. I think, <laughs> you know, it's, you know, for him, you know, for guys like that. There's, it's a, just, there, there's a man that's been punched in the head one too many times. And like another thing too, it's just I'm going to Sixers, but but Twitter, like I guess Patrick Mahomes' wife's catching heat because she showered champagne on people, and people like are complaining how like that's you know rude and all this. And she threw shade like, "Oh, I'm sorry, Buffalo, because you don't know how to win anything. You don't win. You don't know what it's like to have champagne on you." Like kidding, and then she did like I saw like she had a post like, you know, I, I don't know where all the hate coming from, and you know, it's like don't go on social media text your friends like you, you do a group chat do whatever but like you're you're it's not like this is a, a new medium out there it's it's the hate mob for a reason i mean it's everybody just shits on people even That's you know it. like you or not why do you think the local news is nothing but like murders and kidnappings and yeah you know, well we Bill, just want to hear it, about the bad shit it doesn't help that most of kansas city fucking hates patrick mahomes's brother like well, he's, he, he's literally, like, the epitome. Like, he gets – I totally agree, Jesse. He is, like, like the epitome of what everybody hates. It's an entitled little shit. He's done nothing himself and gets to reap all the benefits because his brothers – who I think, actually, Patrick Mahomes is one of the easiest superstars to root for. He's legitimately a good guy. Whenever you hear he him, like – like a good kid. He's got his head on straight. The interview after the game early because he wanted to find Josh Allen to give him, like, a hug and, like, great yeah. – like, and it was it was sincere. It wasn't like oh I'm supposed to do this. It was like he whenever he was talking, this is a good guy. Like he's easy to root for. Um, and shame we fired Andy because he probably had him in Philly. But thanks, Howie. Um, that's cool. You know, you got Jalen. Yeah. There that's was the, there was a video yeah. I shared in the chat last year <laughs> of Mahomes with his wife. I I don't know oh, if they were I, married I totally yet. Remember that? I, I, amongst the fifty thousand links. Yeah, and it was like his wife and his brother. 
and they're all three of them are out somewhere, and like his wife and his brother are being like annoying assholes. Oh yeah, the, yeah, like the bar Patches is just sitting there like embarrassed as shit. Yeah, and you could sit, you could tell like a part of his soul is dying, and and you're just like he just wants to relax and have a beer. And his wife has no chill. You can tell, like, he's not about being a celebrity. Like, he gets the Emmy, obviously, he probably is what it is. But, like, he's not, like, trying to be a celebrity. He's a football player who's just that good. He is. Yeah. Like, people around him are just, uh, it just, it's funny because I saw Fat Joe did an article about how, like, he's trying to, like, educate more, like, athletes and stuff because he was talking about how, like, He's like, he's like, I don't have Jay-Z money, and everybody thinks in my family like they can just come up. up. And he's like, when he moved to Atlanta from wherever, New York or L.A., he said, like, yeah, like 10 family members just moved to Atlanta, too, and just try to, like, become part of his entourage. And he's just like, not get the get the F out. Like, I ain't, you know, taking care of you. And they're just, you know, you know, then he said some kind of got crazy with, like, blackmail. She's like, I don't give a shit. He's like, but it's, you just hear it all the time, like, Biggest one, I not biggest, but like Lamar Odom, when he was like getting get over like his drug thing, when he got sober, I guess is he finally realized he had so many family members on his cell phone plan. It was like it was like fifty, sixty thousand a month he was paying the cell phone plan because he had like three hundred people on it. He didn't know like they just kept adding shit and like it was. He's like, yeah, my cell phone bill got out of hand, and it was just like it was like he was like talking about how all the millions of dollars that like. People were taking loans and like he was just all fucked up and he was like, I would just say yeah to shit to get people out of my house. <laughs> and like, you know, but it's it's definitely because uh, I know guys like Shannon Sharp always talk about how they want he wants to be more involved with the NFL. He talks about how when he was a, a second year player, he made three hundred twenty five thousand and he bought a Ferrari for two hundred and fifty thousand. Just as like on an impulse, and he's like, "That's the dumbest thing ever in my life." We're going to be on the next edition of the Thirty for Thirty Broke Volume Two. Volume Two. Well, they all—I mean, like Antoine Walker was was worth a hundred and some million. He lost it all on bad investments, and isn't like, he the one that said on Broke? Which who was the one that said it? He was like, "Yeah, I finally see." You know, I was down to like my last like I don't know, like hundred thousand dollars, and he's like, "I swear, I'm done." You know, this impulse buying shit. But that was when the brand new Hummer came out. And he goes, and I had to have it. But I just I just went to the dealership and just fucking bought a brand new Hummer, like, with cash. Like, no, nah, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, and I used to kind of be like, oh, it's sad. But, like, as I've become, yeah, in the last 15 years, it's like, I have no sympathy. Handle, handle your chicken, man. I, I got no sympathy for you. If you're that yeah. lackadaisical and all I'm all about playing ball, that's great. Go be about playing ball. But handle your chicken afterwards. So it's, I have no sympathy when I hear these Some guys. Some people $150 million. It's like, no. And, then, I there's other, and then there's other guys that you think that would be like, you know, a stone cold lock for, for doing shit like that. And they're actually like, they handle their shit. You know, like Alvin Kamara, he's paid since his rookie year. And even after he got his like $40 million guarantee contract two years ago, he pays himself seventy five grand a year to live off of. That's all he lives off of. Um, and I mean, there's multiple guys like that, like Gronk and Marshawn, only live off their endorsement. Like they never touch their football money. And and, and like you see Marshawn, like oh, this guy's gonna be broken. He's worth like seventy five mil because he's just invested in great and yeah. you know, he, like he don't live above his means. That's what and, I mean. Like uh, Marshawn and Gronk are the two that like you look at them and it's like don't, don't judge the book by its cover. You know what I mean? Because it's like they they've got it they've got it handled, you know. And then you wish there's guys like Ben who does go broke. 
God's giving up. If you don't play a game this year, he's going to give up $33 million in change in salary to not play basketball just because he got he got his feelings hurt because Doc said he's not a good point guard and Joel didn't, didn't apologize. I, I, I remember reading that earlier when he did his apology to the team. He felt Joel shook him up to him personally and, like, gave him, like, more of a hug it out, bro. And Joel's just like, go fuck yourself. Like, I got getting, you know, I got to prepare for a season. I got, I got, I got MVPs to win. So, I really think that's the, you know, and I don't care that it took this, but this is the Joel we've been waiting for his whole career. That yeah, I think it's been thing. We're going to so piss it away. Violent. We're going to probably piss it away. We're and probably going to piss it away. That, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. We're literally two games out of being the number one seed. I mean, that's how close we are. Like, that's how close everybody is. And my point is, there is not one elite team in the NBA, in my opinion, that Sixers could not beat in a seven-game series. As constructed, if Steph Curry's healthy, Danny, if our current team can at least be healthy, I would love to add a piece or two, even, like we said before, like like a goon or something, another shooter for the bench. Yeah. Like, I don't think we need a mega trade. No. I mean, Joel's arguably one of the best players in the league this year. And what do we always say? The best player in the NBA wins the series usually. So, I mean, if the Nets, you know, Kyrie can't play at home for home games. I mean, we've already beat them twice this year, the Nets. Once in Brooklyn and once in Philly, and they had KD and James when we beat them in Brooklyn. Um, and Kate, I don't know if you saw, but you need to go back because KD and Joel went at it like big time. Like, like well, you know, if they don't have if 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 KD's not one hundred percent, we absolutely have a shot. Like, I don't think the Bucks are the same team like they were last year. Drew Holiday's not playing nearly as good as he did. He's been hurt a lot. Middleton's good, but he's not nearly as consistent as he was. Like, I mean, they could get hot. Who knows? They don't scare me. The Bulls are so fugazi and they're injured or shit. Yeah, shiver. the Bulls don't scare me. I mean, and then the only other team is really that scares me the, the most heat. would be the Heat. The Heat. The heat. Yeah. And so, I mean, if, you know, again, if we stacked it up right, you know, we, we might have to face them. Or if we do, I mean, we beat them in Miami shorthanded. Nobody saw that coming. I mean, that's a tough place to win. And Joel just said, get on my back, boys. We're going to win tonight. And I think it's. I really think. The Suns still don't do it for me. They're very streaky. I mean, they're I mean, they're probably the best complete team in the league, in my opinion. But they don't do. I mean, they don't. Chris Paul don't do don't do nothing for me. Chokes every year. The Warriors could be sneaky if Clay and Draymond get healthy. They they could go on a run. Like the Warriors are legit. I mean, if but Steph's having one of his worst years shooting. Clay, I watched a little bit of game last night. Like he's. I mean, he shoots good, but he don't move like he did. It's gonna take some time. I get it. Well, yeah, he's still getting acclimated. Draymond's like, been hurt still. He's fucked up with his back and it's like I think it's his ankle and shit. Like, and then Wiggins has been the most consistent player all year. That's why he's starting as an All Star. And you know, I'm not, I'm not counting on him to go nuts. So it's like, I don't know, man. Like, like I the, like we said with the Hawks. I mean, nobody saw that coming last year. Trey just got hot and carried them. If Joel gets like this, dude, and Tobias Tobias can actually like be consistently 20-25 a game. Like, I think Maxi. Man, he could, he's such an X factor. If he can I, just step up, oh, oh. I think what we need, and John, you're gonna, you're you'll like this. I mean, we need we need your goon, John. We need your. I think what we need. Years ago, we need the highest. We need the highest scoring goon in the league. You, you know what I'm saying? Because. Yeah. Joel still needs help. He can't score. He, he needs somebody to help him rebound because we're we're light on rebounding because Tobias doesn't know what the word box out means. We need lo- we need rebounds to help close out games. Yeah, I mean, no, we give up way too many offense. Like that's the only reason we're not have like a 
seven game better record. Oh no, I thought it was Doc Rivers. I thought it was Doc's fault. Rebounds. I thought it was Doc's fault, Bill. I thought it was. I thought this was all Doc Rivers' fault. Well, I, I mean, again, if we didn't blow twenty four point leads at the, in, in the third quarter at home to a team without their three best players, with the inability to to actually know how to stop a run in the NBA and make proper substitutions, this is easily the number one seed again this year. But despite of Doc, Joel's playing so well, he can't even fuck that up. So he'll try to really bad. Like he'll put Tobias out there with four bench players for two thirds of a quarter, have a 17 point lead evaporated and just be like, oh, guys got to play. They got to do their part. And, you know, this is a team. This isn't just, isn't just Joel. And, okay. All right. Thanks, Doc. Thanks, Doc, you fucking moron. I said it, Doc. I think you are completely impeding this team's progress. Terrible. I mean, I mean, Paying a guy almost seventy some million dollars in Tobias and getting like not even one third of the return that we were expecting, like now, nah, I mean that's not part of the problem. You know, having a guy refuse to show up and play and fulfill his contract, and and you know, probably part of the reason why Doc came here, like now nah, that's not that's not a huge glaring problem either. So last year, I believe in round two, and they all did, and Doc blew another. Another lead. Ben, Sim- ben Simmons shit all over himself. Tobias didn't show up. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you know, but you know, it's he's kind of he's kind of dealt with a shit sandwich with this. Name you one other name on top one of other COVID, on top of injuries, on top of the Ben saga. He's he's had to deal with like like over 20, 20 some different lineups because of COVID protocols, injuries, and bullshit. So you know, and, and 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 we're and to your point, Bill, we're a game we're a game out of first place. Because Joel is average thirty five a game. He's just that good. And that's why you're winning the NBA. You don't win because of coaches, but you can lose because of coaches. So I don't know any other coach in the NBA who's blown four three one series leads in the NBA other than Doc. There is none. There's none. He did it he did it for us last year. I don't know how you're up three one on an inferior team and then lose three straight two at home. I, I, uh, I didn't, the, didn't, the, didn't the Thunder do it the one year? The, the yeah, Thunder did one it. time. Billy Donovan, one time. Doc did it two times in L.A. That's why he got fired. Did it here last year and did it once in Boston. No other coach has done that. Like, everywhere he goes. I mean, why do you think he only won one title in Boston? He had three top 50 players and Ray Allen, Kevin, Kevin Garnett, and Paul Pierce in their prime. And he could only get one chip out of those guys. And, yes, it was Kobe and Shaq he had to get through. I get that, but he only had two finals appearances in five, six years there. Like, uh, no, I mean, he was there longer, but with that core group of guys. Yeah, I'm, it's not Doc's fault, but he is. I I zero percent want him back for next year. I I there is no reason he should be back unless we win a championship. I'll eat every fucking. And I, I I'm, I, that's fine. I I think, I think Doc gets. I think Doc gets another year or two, especially if we get Harden, um, which is a big if. I, 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 that's a believe it when I see it type of situation. Um, I, I think Doc, if he, if he can't get that, if he can't make that work, then yeah, like we need to move on. But, you know, I, I, I don't think, I don't think that, you know, he was, he was sold a set of goods that, spoiled on him. I mean, I think he was, 
I mean, this is this is not what he signed up for either. So his, his first year, Matt, to your point, he has a full roster. It's his first year with these guys, right? And with the COVID crap. Yeah. You got to play. And still like, with Ben being a bitch. So, well, like, I mean, his bitchness didn't happen until this season, but yeah, like he played, he played like shit. They get to the 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 Eastern Conference semifinals yeah. and lose, and then it's this year. So it's like we've only had a year, and we're we're in half of second year here of Doc Rivers. I think it's a little too soon to sort of like put the baby out with the bathwater here. I yeah. mean, I, I see Bill's point, and we we've, we've talked about the the fact that. You know, with the Clippers, he was he did nothing, and with um, uh, Boston, he won one championship. I mean, th- there's a lot of coaches that win one championship, and that's it. I mean, like, is 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 Eric Spolster that good? Like, I, I don't know. Um, I, no, you're, I and, and you're right to an extent. I mean, coaches don't get the the benefit of the doubt, especially from the fan base, from guys like me. But I guess it's just, you know. Watch my point. Game. My point is, Bill. I agree with you. I know where you're. I see where you're coming from. You have valid points, but there's so many other things wrong with this team right now that you can't just say, "Oh, well, it's if we get rid of Doc, it's like that's the turnkey." Like, no, I, I, and you're right with that. It's not like if you fired him and made Sam to sell the coach. It's oh my god, now we won thirty in a row. What we what did we wait for? My issue is is we're gonna have another Monty Williams where. Everybody knew in the league Monty Williams was going to be the next good coach. He's yeah. on our bench, but we got to keep Red another year. Monty doesn't want to wait any longer. He goes, where's he at Phoenix? He's the one seed back-to-back years. Well, I mean, that that person could already, and Sam Cassell, we don't know. I mean, time could. But that's why we were saying fire Doc now to give Sam rest of the year. And if he sucks, then all right, you got a whole offseason. You get a new coach that James wants to play with, or if, if it happens. Yeah, you can't. It's too, that's too risky. You know, no, I mean, it is, but I guess no risk it, no biscuit, because now I saw that Dame and Bradley Bill will like totally probably be in play because Portland wants to blow it up after this year. Um, and they really like Ben. Chauncey likes likes Ben, supposedly. And Bill won't sign an extension either that he's tired of losing. And he thought this year they were going to be like a good team and they're fighting for the playing game. So, you know, what I'll take any one is? of those. Sorry. What's that no, go ahead. Well, like what exactly like so I hear like both sides here like we feel like we don't have the pieces of the puzzle but like we want to change out the puzzle or change out the coach like if San Cassell runs his team what's it going to be any different he still has it's this roster what's different John is and, and I'll get specific it's you like the, the, this was one of Brett Brown's strongest points was Brett Brown was one of the best coaches coming out of a timeout to run an offensive play to score Doc Rivers is statistically at the bottom of the league in that year in and year out. When you oh need God, a fucking bad, Doc's not the guy to put out there. And there, I'm not how many times? How many times did we talk two years ago about watching Brett Brown after a timeout? He ran the same exact play that they set up before the timeout. That's literally look. look find the stats. I'm telling you, Brett Brown was one of the highest coaches in the NBA of like plays out of timeouts and stoppages for offensive efficiency. And Doc is literally the opposite spectrum of that. And oh, wait, like, are, are, what, what year are you talking about here? Is this going to us a championship? You are you talking about when we had, like, a real playmaker and Jimmy Butler on the team that could, like, come I mean, out of a timeout and actually, like – For Joey was always – and, and, and 
and shoot step up and, yeah, and shoot the ball. Uh, actually, A, remember how to shoot the ball. Yeah, Joel had a Joel had a true number two scorer on the team, and look what happens. We were a crazy bounce away from beating Toronto, and that was the year the Warriors, the KD was fucked up. They didn't have Clay, and the Warriors won. I mean, the Raptors won rather. Like that, and that was, and that's, and that's, that's a, that's still like a somewhat green Joel Embiid bead back then. And he was now, that, Joel Embiid that I don't understand. Like, why all of a sudden now is Joel Embiid playing like a an MVP? Where were the, where was that the last three or four years of his career? Well, part of it too, John. We were talking about it earlier. Is yes, I think Joel's motivated because of the bad situation, but also from basketball well, that's point, that's the wrong motivation. Looking at, at Ben clogging the lane, being that being in that dunker role. Just standing by the rim for crap. Now it's wide open for Joel to do what he can do. Like that's the one thing I will say. Why you know some people are like, oh, we're better off if we could get Ben back. I'd rather get nobody back and Ben does never put on a uniform again. Because if you just literally watch any highlights from last year of Ben playing a dunker role, he goes like middle three point line on the baseline, side to side, clocking up the lean. Now there's nobody down there. That's why Joel brings the ball up a lot more now, and he goes to work because there's nobody in the NBA not. No, one. Rudy Gobert is the only guy that can guard him one-on-one in the paint. Anybody else, they're going to foul him or he's going to get an, an easy shot. Will he make it? Hopefully. But unless you double and that's well, he's going to get fouled. He's going to get fouled. Double Joel in the post. You just have to. And if you don't, he'll eat you alive. Get your big man in foul trouble. And then when he will you double, he's gotten way better at the kickout, like knowing where to go with the ball. Way better. But throwing the fucking ball to Korkmaz. Jesus yeah, who Christ. Can't, who can't. You know, I mean, he's capable, but I mean, he should be playing like 10 minutes. Not consistently. That's the thing. We need, if we're not going to, if, if we're, if we're really thinking about salvaging this year and really making a run still with as good as Embiid's been playing this year, I say we get a, a solid, consistent goon veteran guy that can score and rebound and give guys like Maxi, who are, you know, I think Maxi has the, he showed flashes of it last year in the playoffs. You know, he had his little opportunities. He was just so young, you know, and he's still young, but I feel like, you know, having that a little bit of experience from last year and he's he's, he's definitely shown growth and evolution in his game and he's coming along really quick. I, and he's got a ton of confidence and he's fast as shit. It's like you you let him go loose and you have a guy like give me like a Morris brother or like a PJ Tucker that's just like go to the fucking rack kid, I got your back. You know what I mean? Like or or you know give the ball, give the green light to like a Niang and say, you know, fire threes knowing that like someone's down there boxing out. You know, to secure offensive rebounds. Well, it's also part of the problem when you have a seven-foot center, like playing at the top of the key, and then you're going to throw in a, let's just say, a Morris brother. Like, then that, like, then he's going to clog the paint, just like Bill saying, like, because he's going to be have to be down there. What's he going to play outside? Like, no, but at least, John, I will say, like, you have to guard a Morris brother on offense because he can shoot and score. Like exactly. that's another part problem too. It's when you watch like the Hawks, they literally were playing double teaming Joel or Toby or Seth immediately. They didn't even like look to Ben. Like when I was watching some like some clips from like just they were showing like 
uh, like the Hawks series, but it, but it was like a Hawks side thing. Like the Hawks people were, and like uh, Collins would be below the foul line, already shading towards Toby or, or Joel, and Ben's like literally 17 feet from the basket, and he's like not even worried about Ben. It's just like blows my mind. And you have a guy on offense that's not even, and Big Ben didn't even like pretend to like pump fake or nothing. It's I never want to see that fucker in a Sixers jersey again. Oh, I mean, we can agree that that's not. It's never going to happen again. So we no, got to we got to move forward to the fact that like finding him again. I, I was worried that when he started finding him again a few weeks ago, that he was going to come back for the game checks. But that ship has sailed. Like I don't think I don't think they want him out there because I just don't understand what this kid's game and what what his end you know game plan was like. Go to a new city. He's more, he's more about being a celebrity, and I, I don't want to watch that Showtime documentary because it's going to make me want to drive to Camden and get locked up. To, like, <laughs> just waiting for him in the parking lot. We literally become three fit. It would be. Speaking of three fit, I was yeah no I was I was right by the Novacare Center when you guys were texting about the Brandon Brooks I was in Philly today, and I was like I was going to text you, but I was like I was got cut off and in an accident by this guy trying to park in the middle of the street. I wanted to comment to that text too, Jesse. This like work van tried to get in front of me because they thought I was gonna go there and it, like I don't know how he didn't hit me. And I was like right kind of by broad just past like Washington. Anywho, uh, um, I was gonna say well, where's our forfeit uh, press pass? Um, I need to borrow it for a little bit, get some questions in. But if I oh, I think I know a couple graphic designers that could get you one. So, but no, back to the, the, the Sixers. No, I know I'm taking a lot. I mean, we, we're we're in agreement that you need more than one player to win a championship, right? Yes. But I, mean, I, think, like, I think the Bucks have shown last year that you don't need two – you don't need multiple superstars. You need one superstar and you need like two or three consistent role players. Right. Like, and we can Toby. agree that we don't have the, those two consistent role players, correct? We do not. I don't know. Toby put up 30, 33 last night. He showed he can do it. And then he'll disappear. I agree. That's the frustration. You, you see him play and dominate. And then it's just like, where do you go for three games? How many? How many games? Here's a question, stupid one. I should know this, but how many games do you have to win in the playoffs to win the championship? Fo fo fo. Twelve games, right? No, sixteen. So three rounds 16. to get there. Sixteen. Yeah. That's right. Okay, sixteen. Okay. You think Tobias Harris is going to string together sixteen oh. consistent games of like, you know? 18, 20, 20 points a game, 18, 10, 10. 20, yes, don't, don't go after. So I'm going to say, I, I think he needs, he needs to have five, six games where he puts up 25 to 30, and that's what he's not doing. He'll put up 18, 20 consistently, but we need somebody in the, in the mid to high 20s with Joel. Otherwise, we're not going to score 115 like we need no, to. Or we need, or we need that veteran goon to come in and consistently give an additional – 10 to 12 points a game and 15 rebounds, you know? Yeah, no, we don't really have a power forward. Toby's a tweener. He's not a power forward. Danny, but Green, Danny Green's too old to be a power forward. He never yeah, was a power forward. Too small. And Matisse Dybul, that's the other issue we have. It's, I love him out there for his defense, but people treat him like Ben Simmons a little bit. This kid is like fucking Mr. Magoo on offense. It's like I love him. I'm not, he's nothing but heart. But watch well, him. We didn't, we didn't. We didn't necessarily get him for offense, really. No, we didn't. And and that. But that's the other reason we need a true scorer because Seth played out of his mind last year in playoffs. He was averaging like twenty one a game, 
I, I, I don't know if you want to, if you can count on that again. You know, I think that was him just peaking again. I just don't think it's 16 games. I just, I don't see, you know, I don't see anyone on this team aside from Joel Embiid putting up, you know, the numbers that need, you know, for 16 straight games. Just and don't, I, I just don't idea. see it. I'm just, this is a pie in the sky idea. Why don't we, since we got a guy who doesn't want to play for us and let's not put all of our eggs in the James Harden basket. We don't need a guy to score 30 or 40. We need 20 and we need rebounds. Why doesn't anybody kick the tires on Zion? Because we need someone that like is not like going to like get hurt or is like, you know. Well, we got a guy who's not even playing for us now, right? So like he's never going to play for us again. If if we sit back well, and we go, oh, put our feet. Huh? When's he coming back? He's not playing either. He's play, he won't be back this year. They're not going to play him this year. He has to step back. Right. But, so why not roll the dice on someone who has a bigger upside? Well, so you're talking about – well, you're talking about next year. I'm talking about this year still. Right. But the trade the trade would happen now. Like you're not going to – you're not going to be able to make a Ben for Zion trade after the season. Yeah. No. Well, I guess the other thing is you can't trade somebody when they're hurt, I think, like the NFL. Like that's why we couldn't get Dame right now. And like that's – um, I, I could be wrong. I don't know if I, if I thought you can trade somebody like if they're not out, like on the active roster, like they're hurt, like the NFL, like you can't be, you can't trade a hurt player because technically they can't pass a physical for a trade to happen because they're hurt. <laughs> it's like, oh, you got a bad ankle. Well, yeah, it's in a cast dickhead. <laughs> That's why. You know. But again, I could be wrong. And I'm not saying I, I don't. I'm just saying like, about, he, he wants to be a Nick, but you know, if you tell him, Hey, you can play with Joel. I mean, you know, it's, it's, yeah, I want to be a fucking movie star too. It's just not happening. I agree. He's not going to sign in New Orleans here. I mean, that's clear to them. He doesn't want to be in New Orleans. He wants to be in a big market. Well, but, if this is if this is the if this is the direction that the NBA is going to go in, where guys are going to get traded, guys are going to get drafted to teams and pitch a shit fit after two, three, four years. This the, this association is going to be nothing but a uh, uh, you know a bullshit league. Because th- it, that's ridiculous. If it wasn't for the Chinese money, the NBA would be not in a good spot. I mean, viewership's been down the last couple of years. It's not a good product. It's not. not it's but not like good- the Zion thing, like makes perfect sense to me. Like it's a pie in the sky thought. But right, you you get Zion, you get him healthy, right? You get rid of Ben. He's in. He's fucking New Orleans. Great, have fun. We don't care. Maybe we get something else out of it. Maybe a pick or a scrap heap guy. Give me. Does Josh Hart still play on the Pelicans? Give me Josh Hart. And then draft that kid plays at Nova. We watch him play here for four years. Yeah, it's not just it's a Howie move. Not taking fully. And then why not roll him? Like if Embiid doesn't pan out in the next two years and he's an issue, just roll Zion in, and Zion's your new face of your franchise. So it's perfect. Build and then you could build around him. So you got your future piece in Zion. We give him, we give Zion the keys of the city and say, after Embiid's gone, this is your fucking team. This is the this is the Tim Duncan, uh, David Robinson thing here. You know what I mean? Get him healthy. Take as much time as you need. We're going to give you the keys. We're going to give you Ben's contract plus more, and this is your city. I, that to me seems like a win. I, 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 I would roll your dice on James Harden coming like, here. Have so much now they can make. I don't want to play for like. You know, I would you know, be on board with that, John. If 
if Zion showed a little bit more as a pro already, not, you know, get drafted by a team, get hurt. I, I get that, but we got to pitch a shift fit. I'm not happy here. I want out. But we're, but, we're playing this dream game of like it. Oh, three years ago is we need another piece. So we get out and get Jimmy Butler. We get the Jimmy Butler thing and we fuck it up. Right. So yeah. now you're, now you're sitting here holding yourself. Right. And you're like, okay, now we, what do we got? Oh, we're going to re-sign Tobias. We're going to get Ben, get JJ Redick. We're going to get this. We're going to get that. And it never works out. And then Ben pitches a shit fit and all your eggs are trying your, all your GM is saying this. I need a superstar player. Okay, yeah. fine. What's out there? Well, currently nothing. Absolutely nothing. There's maybe one player, two players. And now you're going to say, oh, we're going to wait till after the season now to get James Harden. And then to Matt's point earlier, oh, how old's James Harden got? Like, he's also a guy who needs the ball in his hands. Yeah. So why not? He's ben? also not young either. He's not right. young. So I'd rather have a young guy. I, Dude, I, I, I love this idea so much more now talking myself into it than anything else because – it, it saves you in the long run if anything happens to Embiid. He's your guy you can roll and send out there. Is like, we have Zion. I think – I, and I think this just more specifically is thinking when he came here, you, we have like a three- to five-year window to win a chip with Joel and this team. And, and the coming here last year, we're thinking Ben was going to be a part of it still, thinking like Joel probably has three to five years left of – being elite before he really starts to break down consistently. And this is year two of that with Joel. So I think the window is even smaller to where we have one to three years left. So I think that's why a Harden deal or because Dame's 30 as well, 30, 31. Um, Beal's 28, 29. He's, you know, he'd be a little longer, but um, I think that's why like they're selling out. And, 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 and honestly, I'm, I'm on board with it. You know, that, I think Murray and Harris and whoever the powers that be are selling out for a chip before was, we want to be good for 10 years and three or four rings. I think now it's please get us one somehow. And then we'll go off into the sunset and let it be. And honestly, with everything this team's put me through this last nine years, if I we get one chip, I'm man, I, I'm, I'll turn into you with the Eagles. I'll never be about this team again. Like this for that, the shit hell they put us all through. For nine years, I I haven't won a player since like a Dawkins, basically like Joe. I want Joel to hoist that trophy so fucking bad. Like I just want him to win one. Just be the guy that finally broke through for the Sixers since Dr. J, obviously in '83, but not in our life. I mean, we were alive, obviously, but I really want to see. Oh, fo fo Jesse. So I I just I guess I'm. My my goals have shifted so much with, oh, man, I want to be good with Ben and Joel and we'll constantly filter in pieces like Tobias or whoever to, you know, to, to fit with them because they're going to be here. for That ship has sailed, obviously. Like, Joel's 27, I think, maybe. Yeah, I think he's 27. Boy, boy, 30's getting here close and 30-year-old big men, oof. So it's like, I I just... No, we see what we see what happens to guys that size... You know, and, 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 and but look at Joel. He finally took his, he finally took being in shape. He like he's on a good diet, like in a dietitian. Finally, like he's easily 25, 30 pounds lighter. Here's the frustrating thing with that. Matt just said Matt just made a comment. He says, I, I wish Zion was more of a pro. 
in his second year, okay? Joel Embiid's been on been in the league for six years. Yeah. This superstar play that he's playing right now, currently, this season, is what we had expect of him from the beginning of his career. Granted, yes, I understand he was hurt. But we, we've had seasons where I'm out of shape or I got injured or got this. It's the Even same thing. Even with the MCL against the Wizards. He had the MCL my, thing that he played through. My issue now is I, I, feel, I feel like he's, he's playing the way he's playing now because he got screwed over last year, in his opinion, for the MVP. I think he's trophy hunting, not for a finals trophy. He's trophy hunting for an MVP. Uh, I, I, I think there's nothing he wants. Uh, I'm not doubting I'm not you. He's not hunting for the MVP. That's a problem. At all, but I, I think I really feel in my gut if he said, Joel, and you won't even be in the top 10 for MVP, but you win a chip this year, he would say, give me the fucking chip. Because I think he, he gets it. He's smart enough. He's plugged into this city to know that he's on that cusp of being immortalized but this, with, with the Philly – I mean, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they built a fucking statue for Joel if he won a championship. Not like the next year, like they did with Nick and Doug, which was a little <laughs> crazy. Oh, that, know, was a gift. that was a gift well, from Bud Light. I also remember, John, though, like the, the, you know, the first, like, I'd say like three years of Joel playing, we were tremendously frustrated with him and yes. how he and how he conducted himself. Yes. So, you know, I mean, it's it's not Has like better. Yes. It's gotten better, but that's better. Will Zion? Will Zion better. get better? Yeah, Matt's not know. a Zion fan, John. You gotta be. You gotta be aware of that. Matt's not I a mean, Zion. Joel. Joel didn't. Joel didn't like get hurt, sit out his first two years, then like struggle. It was a slow start, and then all of a sudden, it's not like he. All of a sudden, you hear, "Oh, Joel wants out of Philly." Like, I I, I totally get what you're saying, and I totally understand it. I'm saying if you're gonna roll the dice. I'd rather roll the dice on Zion than roll the dice on Harden. Because at least if Zion doesn't pan out, you have him as a, you have him younger. You can see what you can get out of him more long term. James Harden, if he doesn't pan out, you're going to pay him money and he's going to be stuck here. And then when Joel doesn't work out and he leaves, then you're stuck with James Harden. At least you have some sort of and 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 part of this, what I'm saying, like roll the dice is. The, the city's going to need a guy. You know what I mean? I hate to use Iverson. The city needs a guy. They, right now it's Joel. But when that, when that torch needs to get passed to somebody, do we want nine more years of mediocrity and tanking to try to get the next Giannis, Durant? So I guess the question that I have for you guys now is, John, yeah. are you okay with rolling the dice on Zion that potentially may take maybe three to four years to develop. And at that point, Joel's well past his prime, probably not even here anymore. And we miss that window doing it with Joel or to Bill's point, do you capitalize and seize the, seize the moment with Joel on the rise just entering his prime, probably going to be a short prime, knowing how these big guys shake out, and make the move for Harden and get that one chip down. I think and make the nine years of basketball purgatory like you know pay off. So, so I mean, what would you so guys rather have? 
So I'll start. So I, there's there's another play, and it's not Harden, it's not Zion, and I think the play for that is a younger, up and coming superstar type talent, talented person. I don't know who it is. I can throw out five or six names, but the Sixers probably, don't know who it is either. I guarantee well, that. Maury said he would do that, John. Maury said uh, when he was on Missinelli that he would make a trade for the Kings right now because he wants De'Aaron Fox or Halliburton, and they won't trade for either one. Like he he's willing to like pull the trigger now for Bradley Beal. Like who's like that borderline top 30 guy. Like it's just guys don't want to give up young guys like Darren Fox. This is his fourth or fifth year and he's having a little off year, but other than this year, every year he's so good progress. So it's like, or do we find the next like John Moran? Yeah. Like that kind of guy. Like he had Kurt last year. Everyone knew he can kind of be, you know, I was working a year, not a good thing. Everyone knew what he could be, and now you're seeing it in year two. It's like, oh, my God. So guys like De'Aaron Fox, who came into the league as like a 25% three-point shooter, now he's in the mid-30s. It's like that is textbook of, like, progress for an NBA player. So it's like, why would I give up that for a guy? And Ben, yeah, he's all defensive first team and whatever, but. Oh, he's an all-star, Bill. He's an all-star. Yeah, I know. He's an all-star. Fans love him, you know. So it's, I think, Maury, to your, to your point, John, Maury would pull the trigger in a heartbeat. But even Shea, he was hurt last night. He didn't play. But, I mean, no, he's on the Thunder, rather. But the guy like Shea Gilders-Alexander, he's he's on the Thunder. He's on the Clippers. That's who they traded. Um, Not a big get, fan of uh, guys with two last names, though. I know. Well, he, and he's a Kentucky guy. Played for Calipari. He's young. But guys like that, he's he's like 23, came into the league at 19, and he, now he's a 25-a-game guy. Like, no, you look at his numbers. He's fucking sick. Look, could you start a De'Aaron Fox and a Maxi? I don't think you could the same. No, you wouldn't. I think Maxi become Maxi goes to the bench, and which which I don't love because it, they're, they're the same player. They're the same player. I think you almost have to give a Maxi to get him too. I mean, if you could say, if you could tell me, and this is you couldn't do it, but if you could get Ben for a Jaw, Matt, or Ben or Ben for a Mello or something yeah. like that, I would be into that. But I think the play Mello in a heartbeat for Ben. I would but, think, but I. But I think the play for for Maury right now is I want Harden, but that's just the that's just the immediate plan. I don't think we're thinking of like a long term thing for that. You know, no, what I mean? it's like it's I like some agent to fill that hole. Though too, John, it's got to be. I, I think this is partly posturing that if the Kings really want him and Washington really wants him, and they know Beal's not going to be here next year. I mean, I just and it was that last week. He turned down the the the, the max forty some million. He doesn't want to be there. You know, and, and if you're saying, oh, I'm going to hold out for Harden, maybe Washington calls on the ninth and says, all right, we'll give you Bradley. We, we, we can't risk losing him in the offseason for nothing. Well, Same, that's, you know, the, that's, that's kind the of the same thing, you know. And then the other part of me thinks, goes back to Matt, what I'd rather see happen is us trade, which I've seen to put it out there, Tobias for like C.J. McCollum, and then we go get like a Morris brother for a couple of picks if we have to give up a pick and or trade Shake Milton for like, like a Morris or like you know, I'm trying to think of like a bruiser who can like a true power forward who can just help Joel rebound a little bit because we're just so small on the front court. It's just it's just we're too small. We're too we, small. We just can't keep waiting though. That's my biggest issue. We talked about this in other pods. At the longer this goes on, the less people give a shit about Ben Simmons, the less his value is, the less people forget about him. Right. So why would you like? It's like almost like Deshaun Watson's value. It's like. It's like way down the dumps because he hasn't played in a year. This and is a, this is a look and now you're throwing in a guy who doesn't even shoot, and so you got to trade for a guy who's going to be like 
hey, listen, I may or may not shoot. So it's like, eh, I don't know. I, love, I would say, John, with guys like Beal and Harden, specifically those two who are free agents, it's literally like the Jimmy Butler situation. You're going to lose me for nothing, so you might as well get something from me. So well, now, or the well, Wizards. Like, with Ben, with Ben, it's like, if I'm any other team, Ben Simmons, it's like, am I really going to trade for a guy who may or may not even want to play basketball? Right. No, I mean, that's a real, I mean, you know, that's a that's real thing. about, like, like shooting the ball. Like, I think that's a real thing. I, does I, the I, guy even want to play basketball? As soon as it happened, I was like, we need to get rid of this fucking guy now. Because as you're going to, the more time that goes by, and you guys know, like, basketball shape. Like, oh, yeah. Like, he's not playing NBA no, basketball. You do not, you do not, like Kenny Smith said, you do not, I think it was Kenny Smith, you don't play basketball to get in shape. You get in right. shape to play basketball. And, and Yeah, no, I understand. I mean, it's like Luke every year. Luke is playing like a madman now because he came in 20 over 20 pounds overweight like he's done every year in his career because he's a drinker and a partier and he don't take his his like his like shape seriously. And now the Mavericks are playing great now. But Luke in the first 15, 20 games was dog shit. He couldn't play more than like 30 minutes. And for a point guard, that's disgusting. Like he should be in the 40, 45 minute range when you get 40 million a year. Like, but now he's in shape finally and he's crushing it again. And you're right. Like, and that's what Joel, I think we all saw a couple of years. I mean, I'm, I'm going to ask that. Joel's averaged 27, three over 27, three times already. But the one year he averaged 23 was the year he came in overweight. And we all saw it. He wasn't moving good. He had that big butt. We all would laugh about like, oh, and it's like, that's insulting. Like we put all our eggs in your basket let you, you know, you, we, we get you no shit for being hurt for a couple of years. Trusted the process. Respect us to come in, come in ready to go. Like, I never want to hear that ever. I never want to hear that ever again. The other Trust thing them. you could do for like a young guy, like you could go out and trade Ben for like, I'll throw a name out there. Don't kill me. But like a Darius Garland. Right. Well, they, I won't take him in a minute, but they love that kid in Cleveland. He's a right. He's a what I'm saying is like, you could, if you could swing Ben. And maybe a Maxi or a Thibel for him, throwing a Danny Green, whatever, and, and and someone like him to work to 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 go with Joel, and maybe you still can keep Tobias. I think, and, but do that now so the rest of the season they can work on that chemistry. Because what's going to happen is if this season's a complete loss and you get a guy in the off season, they got they're going to have to play each other. You know how it is. You got to like get some chemistry, right? Yep. So if you're going to make a trade this offseason, I would do something now, like before the All-Star break. So you, it's like when we did the Jimmy deal, right? You had that yep. whole sort of couple months to sort of gel together. Yeah. You know I mean, but I mean, kick yeah, the tires yeah, All-Star break to get every game 50 or 52 out of 80. So you have 30 games to get. Well, All-Star, All-Star weeks the last week of February, I think. I think that's, so a, that I think that's, a, that's a good enough sample size to make to find out if – at the pro level, if you if you play thirty games together, you, you should know if it's going to work or not. Like, well, like the Lakers, how it doesn't right now? <laughs> yeah, they got AD back. Look what happens? They beat the Nets, you know, and that's you know, it's it's uh, you know, yeah, they're beating the Nets. They're not they're not playing the full Nets team. And that's part no, of and the that's other, and that's the other reason why I think this year's so like in limbo that even if we don't get a superstar quote unquote for Ben but could trade maybe shake for a good power forward because he's got value in the list or some picks. 
because we don't seem to play rookies. Doc doesn't play rookies, um, except for we had to with Maxi because he was so good in practice. But it like we re- I think we really are just a piece or two away from having a. I'm not saying being a favorite. I'm not trying to be a jerk off, but a real puncher shot where Joel gets hot in a series. Bucks don't scare me. Nets don't scare me with no Kyrie part time. Bulls don't scare me. The Heat scare me because they're the Heat. But other than the Heat in the East, there's no team that's like, oh, God, how are we going to do this? If Because, I mean, Joel is just playing that good right now. And it's just – it's a, and he, he just needs a little bit of consistent help. A little bit. But I guess we'll, I guess we'll have to see what happens. But I think – And you hope that he can play like this for the rest of the season and not get – Something happened to him, or being oh, you know, I know what you're saying. You know, don't put it in the universe, please. But yeah, no, you know, and, no, and he, no. Yeah. no, you're right. I, I, I think of what you're saying that you know, it's nice to do it for 15, 20 games, but can you do it for 50 or 60? You know, because there's about 40 left. So <laughs> you know, it's yeah, no, I think there's just do it for 16. Just do it for 16. That's yeah. all I ask. Like PJ Tucker. I want PJ Tucker. Yeah, yo, you saw what he did for the box last year. That's what I'm talking about. PJ Tucker. I just looked it up. I was like, the, the he he I, I, I doubt Heat are going to trade him to us because we're like their biggest one of their rivals. Nah, so they, they love PJ Tucker down there. So I don't think we could get him. I think plays for the Heat. Yeah. You, you know who I think we we'd be able to get from the Hawks is like uh, Danilo Gallinari, a big guy that can rebound and shoot threes off the bench. I mean, he's he's a true scorer. I think he's out there. Um, Bogdan Bradanovich, they're starting two guard, that crazy white Russian dude. Yep. Again, he's he's a sniper. Like you just named two guys that guys you, you just named two guys that killed us last year. Yeah, exactly. Who who weren't afraid of the moment and stepped up and 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 had balls. Like I want guys that are, are the anti to the opposite to bias. You don't shrink under pressure. Who are like, give me the ball, I'll shoot. Like that's all I want. I don't care if you miss, but just stack up, man. Like. I don't, you know, like, don't, don't, don't when, you, when you look at how trades generally work out in the NBA, like when you look at Tobias Harris, he's not going to bring much value. Nobody wants to buy at 38 million. Nobody's paying no, Tobias. No one really wants Ben Simmons either because if everyone wanted Ben Simmons, he would have been traded already. No, I, think I, that's, I think there's five teams. I think right now the Pacers would give us a bonus and whatever we want for him right now. I think. That the Hawks would give us John Collins straight up for him right now all day. Who I love John Collins a lot. I love him a lot. But um, I think uh, the Pistons would give us Jeremy Grant. We already turned that down. A guy we drafted to trade a number one pick to get back. A retread. <laughs> It'll be a retread. Um, I think uh, that's three teams. I'm trying to think who else. A Hornets would give us Gordon Hayward if we wanted Gordon Hayward. For him, that was supposed to be out there. Supposedly, that was out there. Gordon Hayward six years ago, yes. Yeah, I exactly. You're right. I agree. And then I think there was one other. The Kings um, supposedly at one point offered De'Aaron Fox something else that we wanted Halliburton too. Again, is this bullshit? Who the fuck knows? I mean, we're, I'm relying on Mark Spears and Woj bombs and whatever. So are they really plugged in? Uh, who knows? But I mean, all that. What that says to me is that Ben's value is really in the shitter because yeah, you got a guy that you got a guy that it was supposedly like you know top ten player superstar caliber player in the NBA and you're 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 throwing like sub like guys like Sabonis out like it's just dude I would take fucking John Wall right now. 
Yeah, it's just I, I know you guys hate him, but like something, like at least you know that guy can put up forty points. Yes, I don't know him anymore. I, I think John Wall five years ago, John. I think he's a fan of Russell Westbrook now. That's why I know. That's, but, why, the, that's why the Houston doesn't want him to play even because he's not good anymore. And they I'm have telling you, we need a guy. I'm just saying, we need a guy that can do it for sixteen games. Can John Wall do it for sixteen games? Can you roll the dice on someone like that? Is you know what I mean? Like that's what I'm saying. Like oh, and the Lakers offered potential. Westbrook Ben Simmons too. What's, what's that? Lakers supposedly offered Westbrook for Ben Simmons, and Maury said no. I mean, obviously, you watch Russell Westbrook play; he can't hit a jump shot. I also think Russell Westbrook, if you're listening, stop jumping so high when you shoot your jump shot. I know, isn't he crazy? He's just so he athletic. Jumps, he like jumps through the roof to hit it to throw a jump shot. And the only jump shot he hits is like a side off the bank. He reminds like, me of a. We all we've all played with these guys, right? At the gym, men's league, you see a guy doing warm ups, and he's doing fucking backflips, you know, and like super athletic, super fast, and you're just kind of like, all right, what's this guy about? And then you and then you get in a five on five full court situation, and the guy's just lost. He's just. He, he's he can't shoot. Nothing's consistent. You know, there's no touch. There's no finesse. You know, and it's I don't know what happened to him. I, West, I, no, I didn't tell you exactly what happened to him. He got old, and he's not as fast as he was. He should be the whole Lakers team should very be simply be this: rebound out the Westbrook and run a fast break. Let LeBron trail you and run a fast break. He should not be shooting a basketball. He should. He used to be super fast. If you remember, he would rebound. Yeah. And he would go. I think I remember specifically during the dark days of the Sixers when, you, you know, you could get a, a, a ticket for like, you know, a quarter and they give you five pretzels on the way in. Um, you know, I think it was you and me, John, that were that we were at that game. It was it was thunder. Kevin, Kevin, KD, Westbrook, Harden. Well, that was there behind you guys. That was, we were up the whole game. You and were, then they, they went and Bill, you were with us too. KD and like, we were up on the whole like, time. Bang, bang, bang. They came back, took it to overtime. And then we witnessed how great Russell Westbrook was back then. Cool. Like it was like all of a sudden they were like, it, it was him and Kevin Durant were like, give me the ball and get the fuck out of the way. And they, put on a clinic for five fucking minutes straight. And it was just like, it was like an art. It was like an art form. We were, we were watching art. <laughs> it's, <laughs> like, it's scary to think about that team. Like when you look at, you look on paper, the thunder and what they had, like that was a, that was a crazy, like a crazy team that. And that's when we, when we lost Jimmy Butler, I said, I said, we're going to end up being the Oklahoma city thunder of this era. Like we are the, got to the finals and conferences finals. At least we can't get past the second round. <laughs> I mean, you know, all the talent, all the potential, and we just couldn't get it done. I'm a little, I'm a little miffed at this. Well, you guys know at this front office and this organization, because just this like whole, you know, what they've done to the fan base, which I think is ridiculous. I think it's absurd. And then now to be like, Oh, we're just going to wait until we get the right offer because we're we're um, we think our car in the driveway is worth more than what the what the dealership's going to give us for trade. Yeah, what out. the Kelly Blue Book. So we're going to hold out, and that that unless unless some guy who's got money to burn in his pocket is showing up, you ain't going to get shit. You're better off trading it at the dealership. 
I wonder if Jesse being letting us dominate the conversation means that he's a closet Ben Simmons fan. And no, I don't really care about listening to the fucking Sixers for an hour. <laughs> well, well, Jesse, I mean, now you know more about the Sixers than a lot of people. I mean, let's talk about MLB Hall of Fame. Shall oh, we? God, I swear to Christ. I was no, gonna let's Jesse talk about then on this. I'm gonna let Jesse go on his let, let Jesse go. Is I am let's talk about the dazzled hat. Poppy got Who had one completely sick to my stomach that Big Poppy got in. Test fucking positive. Says, I don't know how that happens. Oh, since you're such a likable guy, we're going to vote you in still. Dude. Makes me so fucking nuts. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. I, I, I actually did want to say that. Socks? You talking about the socks? The, the <laughs> Major League Baseball makes me, yet again, makes me sick. To, to not have Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, and who was the other? Uh, Mark McGuire. Right, three guys. Okay, okay. Here we go. They were okay when the ratings were up and all the money was coming in, and the spotlight was on their league. They had no problem with like what was going on then. But now, you know, the curtain. The you know they got to look behind the curtain, and they found out they were juicing, and all of a sudden, oh, you know, this is, you know. But at the time, everything was fine. Bro, they you know? they knew they were all juicing, like. They like bonds doubled in size. It's McGuire got. <laughs> McGuire got. Honestly, it's the best time. It was the best era for me. The best era to watch baseball. But like, be, beyond the hypocrisy of that, you know, you've got this flawed thing that you've got these old white men that are in charge of voting in these guys, these fucking baseball writers, and they do the most petty bullshit all the time. So you you have that issue. You've got now, granted. You know, I'm not saying that um, uh, Pete Rose is a good dude because he's not. Uh, but what I am saying is you can't have the all-time hit leader not be in the Hall of Fame. You may think that he's disgusting and despicable for all the things that he did with, you know, throughout his tenure and then betting on the game and everything else. But you can't call yourself the Hall of Fame and have the best player to ever play, basically, not be in. You just can't. Like, so, you know, the hope is that maybe the, the day that the day after the Pete drops dead, the Veterans Committee gets together and, and you know, votes Pete in. But he should be in. I don't like Bonds. I don't like McGuire or so. So I think they're. Che- I think they all cheated. But you know, if you're if you're not going to expunge their records from the history books or put an asterisk next to them, they've got to stay in there. And then you know, point. if you want to if you want to go one level deeper, you know, what are you going to do about the mid to late seventies through the mid eighties when when probably sixty percent of the league was on fucking amphetamines? Oh, was that greenies, right? <laughs> yeah, all those dudes were doing greenies then, like. Half of the league was on fucking meth, essentially. Like, <laughs> what was the one guy that pitched a game like completely on acid or some shit? Uh, it was a dude from the uh, the A's, I believe. You know, it's <laughs> but like you you had entire clubhouses with basically candy bowls full of amphetamines, so yeah. guys could you know because especially back then, piece shit owners, you know, didn't care about getting double gate, so like double headers were a thing 
and they wouldn't do day night, you know, they'd be back to backers and there were a bunch of them, you know, so guys really had to get up for games sometimes after traveling. So, yeah, I mean, you need something. And and Jesse, how about like, like a guy like Roy Halladay, who probably is a hall of famer, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and the things that he went through in his life, you know, not that he ever got caught with them or whatever. I'm not trying to demean the, the guy, but like, there are there are players that did things that they probably shouldn't have or got hooked on stuff and they still played and threw no hitters like so why it, it's such a double standard it's it's ridiculous mm-hmm. um, well and you know i get why i get why poppy went in and bond didn't because and it's the it's the 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 parallel that people have drawn with you know uh, lance armstrong in cycling all the other guys that got caught in cycling, all of them but for Lance, hand up. I'm sorry. I fucked up. I'm going to take my time. My bad. I, I made a mistake. Lance burned everybody to the ground that dared to to speak up and against him. You look at Bonds, who denied it, denied it, denied it, denied it, denied it, constantly acted like a scumbag, constantly acted like a jerk off to to everybody so you know sosa or not sosa but like ortiz gets caught and but he's always this jovial nice guy so you know he gets the pass and then on top of it a couple years later he gets shot so you know that probably has something to do with it too that people are like oh man he almost died and so what happened, Jesse, with the, with with David Ortiz? He got popped for PEDs because I'm reading a there's a list of, on ESPN of the steroid era, and they break it down to suspensions, players that were named in the Mitchell report, people linked to Balco, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. David Ortiz is not in any of those lists. However, there is obviously there's an article where he reported tested positive in 2003 um but it came out that you don't know what anybody tested positive for so i mean what was it was he like he says he believes it'd be a vitamin over-the-counter supplement i mean i mean i wish he would have said it was weed Casey <laughs> ramirez said the same thing when he when we lost him for 50 games that i bought the shit at, at at gnc i don't know what it is well I don't know the fuck they're selling a GNC then, but <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I don't know a hundred million dollar athletes that go to GNC, but yeah, especially considering you know they all have clubhouse doctors and clubhouse attendants. Hundred percent, Jesse. And, yeah. Jesse. and what isn't there an NBA, MLB team right now under investigation for uh, uh, CDS? Like there's a guy selling drugs. Well, I mean, I mean become a pop Jesse. You hit the nail on the head. It's a popularity contest because David Ortiz is one of the most likable dudes in sports. He's just a good guy, big pop. He always smiling. My other beef with this though, and I'll let you. Well, he's also I'm like he's go. also like the face of like baseball diversity. Too. And he's a DH though, Jesse. Primarily a DH for most most of his good years. I don't know how I feel about DH being in the Hall of Fame with as well. Like he didn't really play. I mean, he played first a little bit, first, yeah. but I don't know how you feel about that because he never really like led the league in any statistical categories. He was like at the top, but he was never like a 375 hitter. Like he had some good years, but I just feel like he got in because he's a good dude. Like he's a good dude and won three oh, rings yeah. for the Red Sox. And that, uh, you got to copy in. That is part of the um, 
what they vote on is character. There's three things. It's like character or something, something. And those are the three things that everyone sort of looks at when they look at guys like Pete Rose and Barry Bonds and, you know, other guys that did terrible things or not so much terrible things, but, you know, cheating. They look at those things. And they say, oh, sportsmanship, character, and something else. Here's and the question, though, cheating, too. If you're cheating, then, I mean, you could scratch all three of those, essentially. Was there a rule, Jesse, in the 90s where you could not use steroids? Like, was there a rule in the rule book like steroids were prohibited? Um, I never, like, thought about that. I always think about that random. I'm like, was there even a rule or was it just kind of like, you know, because it's, it's a gentleman's game, you don't do it? Or was there, like, a rule, like, you can't use steroids? Because I feel like, I don't know, kind of. 91, they finally made it to the banned substance list. Okay, okay. So right as McGuire was getting in his heyday with it. <laughs> From 87 to 89, he gained like 65 pounds. It's like, wow, he likes cheeseburgers, I guess. <laughs> like, According to this list, Bill, it looks like Dykstra was on it, too. Oh, the yeah, those yeah. forearms, dude? What was, Dy- what was Dykstra not on? Well, that's true. Yes. Dude, I remember that game when he was in Wrigley and he ran into the wall like full speed and like shattered his face. And he had no, no disregard for his body that 93 season. Wasn't um, there rumors, too, about um, pool holes? Yeah, I mean, all those guys, I mean, you know, but like, you know, like any like Frank Thomas, you know, the big hurt. I mean, he was a monster, but he, but he was always the big hurt, like that big. So like guys like that kind of pass, it was just like, you know, what really popped it for the, the, the downturn, in my opinion, with Jesse was the Brady Anderson year. The guy had like 30 home runs in his career and then puts up 51 that one year. It's like, yeah. oh, wow, he's hitting the ball out of the park all of a sudden and. He had more home, twice as many home runs this year as he had in the previous six years. That's crazy. I don't know how that happened. It was well, just like I think Matt's the like, best. That was like kind of like the powder kegs off. It's like oh boy, you know, well, it's the best because it was it was for um, the the uh, the game. Like it was best for the game. So when baseball was the that was best. It's exciting. It was yeah. exciting. It was, it was the best time to watch. I mean, you you certainly, but you know, you look at these guys and like you said, the these dudes that were small and they got gigantic, you know, overnight. But then you had guys like, you know, Ryan Howard that just were always like exactly. built like a brick shit house from the day they were born, like hitting moonshots. And totally right. I, I, you know, I think that's reality. It's like certain power hitters, they became more distinct, but like, like him, Frank Thomas, like even like a move on. I remember move on. He was just a monstrous folk. Like just, he came into the league as a monster. Mm-hmm. Like some guys are natural, but it's just like when you have a 34 waist and a, and a 46 chest. All right. You know, maybe you pump the iron, but God doesn't make you that way. Really? I actually heard a thing on a side note that the guy that plays Thor, like stop taking this, this type of steroid that like stops the blood flow into your biceps, to make them bigger for training or some shit. Cause it would like fuck them up a little bit or something. But like, you know, like those guys, like, Look at him 15 years ago. He's like 190 pounds. Now he's like 250. It's like, gee, I wonder how that happened. Chris Evans, too. Like these guys, it's like, all right, I, I get working out. You hit the gym hard. You maybe put 10, 15 on. You don't put 40, 50 pounds of pure muscle. I don't care how much oh, look you work at the, I mean, look at the rock. I mean, but he admits it, though. He admitted it on one of those late night shows. He's like not proud of like the Fallon or some shit years ago. I, I'm pretty sure he was like. Not proud of it, but I did take steroids for a lot of years. But he, he claims to be off it now, but he's fucking 50 and he's got no neck. 
dude, have you seen his legs? Oh man, he's a five AM gym warrior. Like he's one of those guys, like Wahlberg. Even like Mark Wahlberg. Look at him when he was in that like, you know, when he was uh, Marky Mark. He was in shape, but then he becomes like a monster when he does that movie like Fear or whatever. It's like pump, our, pump. Oh, what was it? Um, what was the one he did with? Uh, was it The Rock that they did it? All they did was like they oh, were yeah. like, 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 like guys like, that like kidnap. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was like Pain and Gain. It's called Pain and Gain. Pain and Gain. That's it. And based on a true story that these guys are like, that, that really happened, supposedly. Yeah, but, but uh, it, the true story is a lot sadder than the movie. Oh, I'm sure it is. You know, no, they made it more like Hollywood. No, it wasn't like verbatim. No, you're probably right. I didn't read about it, but I'm sure they, they fluffed it up quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, like the, the dude that got kidnapped, I believe it didn't have a happy ending for him. Yeah, because yeah. he got out somehow. After they no, I, I, Bill, I don't think he got out. I'm thinking that way, too, that's like, why would you let him go? And yeah, no, because it was a guy. Yeah, Monk Tony Shalhoub in the movie. <laughs> it was Tony Shalhoub in it. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I do agree. When it's like based on when you see the when you see the title based on true events, it's like all right, well, maybe like ten minutes of this is accurate. <laughs> but yeah, ten minutes of a two-hour movie, basically. Oh, I didn't know too. Side note with movies, movie trivia, but um, Scarface. Tony Montana, the guy that wrote it, his favorite football favorite show, Montana. That's why he made his name Montana in the movie. He's a Cuban dude, and he just loved the 49ers, so that's why he named I, I kind of really thought about it. I was like, nah, that's too corny to be true. And then I, I saw, like, a thing about it on the on the, on the the TVs. But, well, obviously uh, has a bathroom book of movie trivia. No, well, I'm, I'm trying to rival Matt's college football book that we're, like, 0 for 17 on. Here we go, man. I, yo, let me pull. Let me pull out of the deck. Yeah, we'll be having here, Jesse. Yeah, I saw an article today that Les Miles at LSU uh, used to berate Jamar Chase and tell him he should be a cornerback. He's not a wide receiver. How'd that work out, Les? You scumbag. Yep. Don't worry, Brian Kelly. You'll take the reins of scumbag coaches at LSU. I can't believe Nick Saban coached there. That's so crazy. Did he go there after Michigan State or after Miami? Where? Because didn't Timmy win a championship at LSU? Yeah, and then he went to Miami. That's where, okay, yeah, that's when he went. And then he couldn't get Drew Brees. He got Dante Culpepper. He's like, I'm out. <laughs> Fuck this. Oh, <laughs> uh, Culpepper. So who else got in? Nobody. Yeah. Nobody else got into the Hall of Fame? Yeah. yeah and, and Jesse, isn't Clemens and Bonds like they can't even go up again? They're done. Uh, the the veterans committee can put them in. Uh, oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So the veterans veterans committee is that people who are already in the hall of fame, or is that yeah? Okay. So okay, you have to be set. You have to reach seventy five percent of the vote. Which I, I I which I'm okay with. It's like Barry Bonds is at sixty six. It should be it should be a prestigious, and I'm okay if one or no guys get in every year. Like shouldn't it be? Oh, we have to get at least like it should be a prestigious place to be. Like you should really be. Like, and that's why, like, I'm, I could argue either side for guys like McNabb for bait football. Like, it's like, man, I can really, he deserves it. But then it's like, I can also say, no, he doesn't. Like, it's, it's one of those questions. Scott Rowland, 63%. He's a, F him. Him and, who's that other guy? No, that, that, uh, J.D. Drew. Fuck him and J.D. Drew. Didn't want to play here. They they basically pulled the Ben Simmons in baseball. J.D. Drew, he wouldn't sign here. Well, I mean, so uh, Drew, the I mean, it's that whole era of the Phillies was bad because that's when you had the Burger King coming out 
and I'm sorry, uh, Dave Thomas coming out at Wendy's looking motherfucker coming out and being like, Oh, we're a small market team. And right. you've got, got Roland being still the only you got the only he's the only good player on the team playing his heart out, playing her, playing his heart out, desperately begging the team to spend any money on anybody, and they won't do it. And he eventually leaves. And you know, I think JD Drew is a piece of shit too. But in his defense, he told the Phillies, do not draft me. I do not want to play for this ownership group. And I don't want to play on a concrete, on a, in a concrete stadium. I don't want to do it. Don't, don't sign me. If you, if you sign me, I won't show up. And you know what? they should, they should fucking eliminate these, these guys. They're like, oh, okay. Then we just took your name out of hat. Sorry. You will never play a professional baseball ever in the major leagues. Thank you. Well, I mean, so get the next guy up who, who is in the farm system and wants to be, or, you know, can be drafted. Like that's well, the, the, the problem is, you know, in, in baseball, you have two choices. You can either not report or you can just go to college. Right. So, but like, isn't it, isn't it as a sports fan, like infuriating, like as soon as you guys mentioned like JD drew and him, I, the first person I thought about was Eli Manning. Like for him to like get up there and be like, it's best for me not to go to this place that wants that, that wants to draft me is kind of like a bullshit thing to say or to think or always had a bad taste uh, in my mouth for Eli ever since like as, as soon as that happened. Yeah, he, right. got, he got no heat over that. Like he got he got oh well you know he's it's Eli like that's right he got a pass on that that's bullshit. Yeah, well, because it's many people have done it. Sorry, Jeff. So, but like, so the I just read the, the on JD Drew like Boris used a loophole. So Drew refused to sign; he would not sign for less than. So, I mean, in in his def- defense, Boris and Drew said, "Don't sign with me, or don't sign me if you're not going to give me under ten million dollars. I don't want to play for you." They they drafted him anyway, and they offered him two point six. So he was told, don't do it. It'll cost you 10. They offered him 2.6. So they went and played it. He played an independent league for a year and then was drafted by the Cardinals the very next year. Yeah, I guess I don't, I don't hate him as much. He just, he just, yeah, no, it's, I mean, I'm I'm more upset that Ryan Howard can't even be on the ballot next year because he got two votes. I mean, he would, would, and you need at least, 5% 5% of the vote to be eligible the following year. Uh, but again, the veterans committee can put him on, but he, he, he really, Ryan Howard really needed another year or two and his, his leg exploded. It's insane. I mean, from 2000, from 2005 to 2000. And so for 11 straight years, minus two years, he got hurt in 12 and 13, 22 home runs, 58, 47, 48, 45, 31, 33, 14, 11. That's when he blew out his ACL after the Cardinals game. Then came back for 23, 23, 25. His average was what got him probably not in because he was his career 258. But, I mean, 288, 313, 268, 251, 279. Like, he's a true power hitter. Mm-hmm. Like, He's not going to hit 340. He's, you know, he's just not. And then I'm trying to find his RBIs because the screenshot's so fucking small, I can't even read it. Um, but I mean, he's 
and I'm going to find his RBIs real quick. RBIs. Jesse, he had 95. Uh, let's see. Shit. 95, 77, 56, 116, 108, 141, 146, 136, 149. So he had six straight years of over 116 or more. Like, what the what you do? If, what, what, like, what? You got to do that for 15 fucking years? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, it's insane. I mean, it's. And the guy never had one clout of cheating around him because he, he was just a big guy with a belly. Like, he actually I just so, have, it's so crazy got, that. He got cleared. What's that? Yeah, I mean, he did. It did come out, but he got cleared. Yeah, no, I mean, it's. I mean, nobody could fit mistaken him for uh, Mr. Muscles. I mean, if he did it, you know, it, I know something like Andy Pettit said he did it because he, for injury reasons, that he ate, it helped him rehab faster. And I mean, but he wasn't good enough to be a Hall of Fame pitcher if he didn't anyway, in my opinion. But I know some guys tried, like Rafael Palmaro said the same thing, like, oh, because I had a bad knee and helped me train better in the offseason. And then, you know, this, that, like, it's like, all right, like, you know, I get it, you're trying to justify it, but. J.D. No, Drew no, just uh, eight million. The Ryan Howard thing, man. And Jesse, and the and the 08 and 09 years, the two greatest years in Philly baseball history in our lifetime. Ryan played 162 games and 160 back to back. Name me another big man. He played every. I mean, every single game in 2008. Every single game he played and carried them through the playoffs. He was Mister September. People forget how those years we were teetering and winning the division or not, and Howard would hit like. 17 home runs in September, like when it counted, and we be and they weren't like we're up eight to nothing home runs. It was we're down four to two. He's hit a three run homer in the eighth inning. Now close it, Lidge. Like mm-hmm. there were so many games like that, and I know you remember. Like they weren't those like oh well we won 14 to two. No, we won seven to six. And Ryan Howard had five fucking RBIs tonight. Like those were the kind of he was he was just a monster. He was a I, man. He gets shit on so much. I mean ah. in in the 08. Um, Championship series, he only hit 300 with a 391 OPS, two RBIs. And then in the World Series, he only hit three home runs with six RBIs. It's just just insane. Uh, Dude, it's like 162 games. Like, and then he played 144 and 159 the following seasons. Like, well, and then in the, in the Rocky series, if you remember the very next year, if it isn't for him, they don't get past the Rockies. He, he hit 375. With six RBIs, six hits, three runs, and two doubles or three doubles in that series. Like, I mean, I can't tell if you guys are talking Ryan Howard stats or or Bryce Harper stats. I mean, God, gag me. Well, Bryce can have an MVP next to his stats. I mean, he he was, and I mean, he was the MVP of the of the the NLCS in in '09. Like, he was. Tremendous that year. No, he just they, like, he hit Nakua. People thought he wasn't a good for fielding first baseman. Yeah, he you know maybe he wasn't fucking uh, you know Wally Joyner over there, but you know or Vaughn Hayes. But uh, you know, I mean, the guy wasn't a liability. He wasn't like, oh God, here we go. It's he was better than Reese Hoskins. He, uh, not, not, it's not even it's laughable to even say them in the same breath. Ryan just couldn't make the wow play, mm-hmm. but he made the plays you're supposed to make. And his arm was a little erratic, but again, when it, I, you know, it, it just, it just, I just hate. I feel like it's just there's so much Philly hate in all Philly sports. I just, I, I just feel like, I feel like if Ryan Howard had the same career as a Met or a Yankee or a Dodger or a Cub, 
It would literally be like showering him. He did it the right way. He didn't cheat. And look how he played. But he's a Philly. It's like, oh, cheesesteaks and Santa Claus batteries. Here we go again. Yeah. And I I think uh, I think Rollins Rollins should get it because his numbers ten percent of the votes this time, so he can be on the ballot next year. And and Utley probably will. Like Utley probably has the best shot of them. But I mean, because I'm looking at Utley now, he's career two seventy five. Hit over three hundred one two three four years, but he hit two ninety two eighty two ninety. And for second baseman, they don't look for gaudy numbers at second. They look for decent, and the home runs were pretty solid. I mean, Jesus, he uh, – let's see. What are we doing here with home runs, Mr. Utley? He was he, pretty cl- He was also pretty clutch. Chase Utley, you are the man. You are the man. And he was one of the best fielding – best fielding second baseman in that era too. So, like – So, Jesse, was, from 05 when we lost to the Rockies uh, – we lost to the Rockies, I'm sorry, in 07. That was our first playoff series. We lost in 07. Then 08 when we won it all. Chase Utley from 05 to his last year in Philly, 28 home runs, 28, 32, 22, 33, 31, 16, 11, 11, 18, 11. And he played 160, 132, 159, 156, 147, once, playing every fucking day. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just insane. It's just because he – didn't hit five. I don't know. I, I just, I just, I'm just so fired up with this Philly anti Philly shit. It's like these guys are clear Hall of Famers, like, and they, they're going to get no love because it's oh, it's, it's the Phillies. But well, here, allow me to lighten the mood with another football movie trivia question for you. Please do. I'm fired up yeah. right now. Ready for fun? Given Sunday. Herman Boone. Herman Boone was the coach of a 1971 T.C. Williams high school team that inspired what movie? Remember the what? Titans. Ding, ding, ding. I thought when I know, Jesse, I was going to say that or the one, not the, uh, the Express was what we talked about last week with the Jim Brown guy after Jim Rode. That was the Express. <laughs> As of January 2021, how many I, NFL I don't know. Teams? If you don't get cooked up and watching Remember the Titans sometimes, then you ain't, get, you ain't got no heart because there's a couple times when – when, when that game, when they're playing that racist team and, the, and Denzel gets thrown out and then the coach is like, no one's scoring, not another point, not another yard. And it's just like, oh, man, where's my helmet? I'm going to go hit somebody. I, I'm ready to go. Like when the rest were like blatantly not calling like the penalties and they were clearly scumbags. And like they threw Denzel out of the game. Yeah. And it was the defensive coordinator was like, not another yard, not another point. It was like, and then like. Julius and Brashear just ripped their heads off. Uh, what a great fucking movie that was. Oh, man. Great movie, Denzel. Great movie. As of, as of January 2021, how many NFL teams had never played in a Super Bowl? What was the year? As of January 2021, as of last year, how many NFL teams had never played in a Super Bowl? Five. No, hold on. Like, give me a Give me like thirty seconds. Rapid fire. This is the perfect time Four. to plug our social our social media channels. Uh, we are on Facebook. <laughs> I'll say four. That's my guess. Jesse, well, I'm, I'm just looking at the Don't look teams. At I'm, not, I'm just trying to think of like 
what I can. That's what I did. I'm like the Falcons. Oh wait, they choked twenty five to three. Yeah, no, they're in. They didn't win it. They. See, I'm thinking now that this might be a trick question. More than five, but go ahead. I'm going to say three because I – for a reason I think, but yeah. Jesse's at three. Bill's at four. John, what are you at? He's at five, right? Matt's price is right. I'll take everything over five. (laughs) The answer is four. I am your savior and God. Now, now Bill, Bill, for the bonus round – Jacksonville in teams. Jacksonville, Detroit, the Texans, and uh, the Cardinals. Nope. Cleveland. Yep, Cleveland. Okay, I I, I didn't think I, I I thought they made it one year, but didn't win it like in the seventies, like or eighties. But Bernie Kosar. What was it? Never made it. No, the Cardinals. Yeah. The Cardinals made it. The Cardinals got beat by the Steelers. The That's right. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. Kurt and Jacksonville made it too. Jacksonville? Huh? The Jacksonville Carolina. Jacksonville. They never won it, but they made it. Yeah, no, Jacksonville didn't this, this get there. This Jacksonville a- made a Super Bowl. What? No, they did not. Didn't they? No. no. Arsenal lost to the no. championship team that one Oh, year. that, oh, that, the tight. Jesse, the tie dye is getting your fucking head, bro. <laughs> that, that, oh, that, 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 that seven five eight eight might be a, one size too small there. Right. Um, all right. Here's one. Carolina. The Motor City ever. Miracle was that that game, right? Huh? Tight Titans. Titans lost to the uh, to the Rams. That's right, Jesse. That was Kevin. No, Dyson I thought the- I thought Jacksonville made a Super Bowl. No, nah, I don't think they, they made the conference uh, finals. They made an AFC championship, I believe. Yeah, they lost Ooh. to the. Uh, um, they lost to the Patriots the year we went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, they, remember we were like, give us, give us Jacksonville. We want Jacksonville. We want Jacksonville. Yeah. All right. All right. Here's one. Donovan McNabb vomited in three out of the four games he played in the state of Florida. Oh, fiction. <laughs> fiction. Three uh, out of the four fact. games. I'm going to say fact. John said fiction. I know he threw up in one when it, when it wasn't his fault, but I know he threw up for one for sure. Because even John Runyon and everybody said, "Yeah, it happened." So, I'm gonna right. say, I'm gonna say fiction. I think he only did it once. Mm. What do you I think, Bill? Fact. It's a fact. There it is, number five. Thank you, number five. I always love you, number five. Always, always, always delivering. Yeah, uh, he calls delivering. it every Monday to the four o'clock show on, on WIP. He's he, he's, a, he's a weekly calling guy. He, I know. Um, he's, he's he's been knocked down that much. From national ESPN media, because he got those two DUIs, and then he's such an unlikable guy. I've heard that like he doesn't get along with guys in, like in those sets. That he calls in the, the Philly show. It's a shame that the Philly Philly fans are so down on Donovan McNabb, and they will be for the rest of their lives. And that's a shame because I, that I, is, I, I joke him, but I think that's he, an error that we that we that we will probably never get again in our lifetime of a Philly, Philadelphia Eagles fan. Never say never. You're never going to, no, you're never going to see a quarterback for a team for that long, have that much success. It's just never going to happen. 
We got Jalen Hurts, baby. It's he's not he's not going to be here for fucking 12, 10, 15 years. I don't know what McNabb was. Well, I just don't think the league's like that anymore. Especially it's, with, it's, with I what think the quarterback's about getting the league now. And more about, yeah, it's more about the players and what the players want. You know, okay, Mahomes First is probably question, the only John, guy that might be I, here I for a long ass time. I got one for you, John. McNabb was here for, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Oh. Uh, 11, 12 years. 11 years as a starter. 99, he wasn't a starter. He took over for Dougie P. Dougie P, yeah. So, for, in 11 years, how many times did he play 16 regular season games? I want to say five. Yeah, I would probably be in the middle. Give me six. Jesse? In well, eleven years as eleven years as the starting quarterback for the Eagles, how many times did McNabb play sixteen or sixteen regular season games? Oh, uh, like not many, like two or three. You're closest, but the answer's four. Oh, I was close. We forget that he missed let's see, half a season, six games, three games, four games. Guy didn't stay on the field a lot. I don't know if that affected him with us winning, but um. Yeah. No. He played four seasons. Uh, full four full seasons here, out of a possible eleven. So it's not even half the time. I mean, that's you know, I do agree. He's probably the best quarterback other than Nick Foles. <laughs> but now you're just, just putting salt in in my wounds. I mean it. I you you ask me all the time why my how we hate comes from was when he traded our Super Bowl winning quarterback. And a guy that came back the next year when we were five and seven, crushes, oh, my back hurts, gets embarrassed in Dallas. Nick comes in, wins four straight games against in the playoffs, wins the first round of the playoff game, and then the Saints game, Brandon Brooks goes down, and that changed the game for sure. I, I agree with that. But almost it was a play away or two from going back to the chip. And then what does Howie do? A guy that makes no money. We could let Carson play out his last year of his contract on a prove-it deal. Let's see. Oh, no, I'm going to cost $100 million fucking dollars. And the guy's finished one, one season in his career. That's where my Howie hate was born. And I don't know if we'll ever He didn't back. trade him. He let him walk. I know. That's what I mean. Not only did we not get anything, the guy that brought you to the mountain, and I know Carson was a big part of before the end of it, but Nick came in back-to-back years, and you didn't even, like, say, Carson, we're not going to give you the big deal. Come in, play good. We'll sign you. You did it before even a game snapped the following year. And I mean, but there here's here's Nick didn't play great in that Saints game. They didn't score any points after this after the second half. Granted, you know, Brooks went out, but you know, the facts are facts. They didn't play well. And, you know, let let's not let's let's not no, act I, like I, guess it, I don't think he would have been like amazing twelve and four with us, but if he had a shitty season and or Carson we wouldn't have been crushing a hundred million dollars. No, ab- abso- absolutely. But like, let, like, let's be real. Like it would be one thing if we let him go and you know, he turned into like the, this dude, you know, one of these guys that has like a, a second half Renaissance, like it wasn't him. He went to the Jaguars. He got hurt. He got benched. He lost his job to Gardner Minshew. Who's now our backup quarterback. He is then what was it traded or released he was cut by the Jaguars. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was traded, but then he redid his deal for the Bears to go to the Bears. And, and then he's yeah. on the Bears, and he's the backup on the Bears. And well, what didn't he have the starting gig, and he got hurt there too. 
and yeah, and he got hurt and he wasn't able to, you know, so like I will always appreciate what Nick did to help us win a Super Bowl. But like you can understand why the Eagles chose Carson because because how he had to save face because he gave away three picks for it, Carson. Because you're also forgetting Chip's first year here when Nick was 27 and two and got us the lead in the playoff game at home against the Saints until Darren Sproles ran the ball back to the 50 because Chip didn't know anything about special teams. So Nick would have won his fifth playoff game with us. That was a uh, that was a horse collar on. I wanted not was it Kerry Williams or it was a horse collar on Darren Sproles that moved that ball to like the fifty yard line. And it was and the like Saints what, that Nick what, left the field with the lead against Drew Brees and the Saints. But there was a horse collar on that play. Yes, yep. there was. And then there was a minute to go. And I mean, honestly, John, it. if they didn't horse collar him, he was he was gone. Well, I mean, and so, but it's just you know, so I mean, so it's like Nick. Again, I, and, and this is where I go into I just my, my fan hat that I'll put on. It's some guys just play better on certain teams. Like, whatever was in the water in Philly, he did it under Chip. He did it under Dougie P. Like, and I'm not saying he would have been Tom Brady reincarnated here still. But the franchise itself, like, I feel like by Howie screwing that up so royally, the football gods were like, you guys are fucking dopes. Go fuck yourself, Philadelphia Eagles. You finally get to the mountain with a guy that outdueled Tom Brady. It wasn't like that's the other thing too. People say, "Oh, well, Eli beat Brady." No, he didn't. Those games, Brady scored fourteen points and thirteen points. The defense won. Nick put up forty-one fucking points to beat Tom Brady through five hundred yards that game. Like yeah. Nick Foles whipped his dick out. And if anything, if anything can help the argument about Nick Foles and his quarterback play and his career, is that when you look at guys like Aaron Rodgers, who've had just as many Super Bowl appearances and have won one Super Bowl just like Nick Foles. You go, okay, which guy would you rather have? Would you rather have the guy who's making $35 million a year causing a fucking issue in his franchise? Or would you rather have the guy that makes half as much as that, plays just as hard, has just as many stats? What would you want to have? I'd rather have the cheaper guy. Who plays but, the, but the problem is the the – you, you have to look at it beyond that. Like the one guy is a hall of famer who is an absolute jerk off. The other guy has been on what? Six teams now. Like, well, he's been tossed. He has. Yeah. I mean, he's been, he's been on six teams through how many different franchises that have been in shambles. Like, but, but, but my point is you, you can't compare a hall of fame quarterback to a journeyman who had, who played two of the best games in the history of, of the sport. Like I think you can compare them based on stats, not through their careers. You don't want to, where is, didn't I send you guys the, the, the side-by-side comparison between Aaron Rodgers and Nick Foles in the playoffs? I'm talking careers, right? Okay. Well, uh, through you their, would rather, you through would their rather, careers, but here's the thing, John, you have to play well in the regular season to get to the playoffs. I, I don't Foles does not do that. Nick Foles has four career playoff wins since not 2017. Aaron Rodgers has two. Nick Foles has one Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers has zero. Okay. How, how many winning seasons has Nick Foles had as a starting quarterback? I, I, how many? We, should, one. We shouldn't get one. into this. Our fans no. don't hear us argue about this. One. One. All right. 
I know. I promised no Eagles talk to our One. fans. You guys lost me at Aaron Rodgers. I'm, like, I'm done. Yeah, thank it, you. It, Jesse's it, rather have Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. Say but, go birds, Jesse. It's, my, it's, uh, it's done. It's is, over. Like, you can't you, you can't have, like, it's an apples and oranges comparison because you have to play good enough in the regular season to make it to the playoffs. Nick Foles has never done that consistently. He hasn't. And well, he and has that, done that. He has done that. One, once. He's done that once. Once. What do you mean he's done it once? How many times has Nick Foles been the starting quarterback on a team that went to the playoffs? Once. Twice. Three what times. other year? Okay, so we'll give him most. We'll give him. We'll give him eighteen. Okay, whatever. So tw- I'll give me one and a half. Chip Kelly year. That's two. Yeah, that Chip Kelly year. And technically, technically, yeah, you're right because he started eighteen. He went one and one, and then he got pulled for Carson after the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah. So year. one once, once we're talking about Hall of Famer versus a guy who's done it once. And let's be real. I love Nick, and that that run was magical. He was dog shit in the in the um, in the Falcons game. And if uh, what's his nuts doesn't drop kick that football, oh Neil! If yeah. Neil doesn't drop kick that football, jump up into the air, mind you, and drop kick that football back to uh, Tory Smith. There, Matt, there is nothing. This is my exact point about Philly fans. Mm-hmm. Jesse, Jesse hits it right on the head. What the 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 most wonderful time as a Philadelphia Eagles fan ever in our lifetime. Mm -hmm. And there's got to be some sort of negativity towards, oh, but if if it wasn't for Keanu Neal kicking the ball, and if it wasn't for this, and if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't have got the Super Bowl. Dude, I just said he played two of the best games a guy has ever played in the sport. But like, let's be real. You're the one that's like, I'd rather have Aaron, I'd rather have Nick Foles over Aaron Rodgers. One of the dudes is a Hall of Famer. The other one is a bench warmer. That's okay. Like, that's what I mean. Again, shitting on the Super Bowl winning quarterback of your team. He's a bench warmer. I'm not shitting on him. I'm stating a fact. (laughs) How about just not wanting Aaron Rodgers? Like, period. (laughs) Yeah, like. We love stats since 2017. He could, he would, he would, he wouldn't be able to handle. I, I think Aaron Rodgers would not be able to handle this. This he would pull Brent Ben Simmons year one year. I'm not, yeah, playing. He, oh, yeah. He, he's not, he's not, Jeff McClain, but, but after one Jeff McClain interview, he'd be like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I can't fucking stand like, and I used to like that guy. He, it, it's like, you you have to wonder with him. It's like, was he always a jerk off, or did was he just really good at hiding? He just work on it. He I works on it. Of an Eagles organization like to just make him like because he, he just is literally a hater with everything. He's just Mister. Unless that's his stick now to get noticed. I'm Mister Negativity. I'm Mister Question Everything and be that guy that just you know, like John says, it's you know you win a game twenty seven to twenty four. Oh well, shouldn't this be an easier win if you didn't throw three picks? Well, he won the game, so what's the math? Like, he's that guy, and it's just, you know. Yeah, so. he's a guy who can throw three picks, and, you know, it's, oh, you know, it was a bad read or whatever. But, like, one guy gets a drop, and then it's, you know, the the camera pans to see what kind of fucking, you know, stink face that he's making, rolling his eyes at, you know, 
about his own, own teammate. Like, God forbid they fucking the, miss the one pass. The sooner he's out of the league, the better. That's and, why I always harp on telling you guys, all you have to do is get in. Anything can happen. Because your quarterback could go down. Your backup quarterback could play great. Your running back could go down. The backup running back could be great. The the wide receiver could get hurt. Your backup wide receiver could be great. And all right. So, 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 so quick. We'll, we'll, um, quick predictions for NFC and a- AFC championship games. Who who's who's going to the dance, John? Chiefs, Rams, and Rams win it all. Bill, I'm not going to give my Super Bowl winner, but I also think it's going to be. Uh, I'm going to go Chiefs 49ers rematch. I'm going to go Chiefs Rams. I'm surprised, John. You're the biggest Jimmy Garoppolo fan in the world. I I thought for sure. Hey, Jesse. That- Roll the tape, pal. I already said Rams last week, pal. I'm gonna be I've been on the Rams bandwagon for three weeks now. Two weeks I'm gonna now. be selfish and say go go with who I want. Um Chiefs Niners. Um big yeah. red big red gets gets ring number two. I I uh yeah, no, that's I'll tell you what's that I I that's crazy is the Niners are I think Eight and one against the Rams the last like four years. Like Shanahan owns McVay. So, and I mean, they but, do have a new quarterback now. So there's no, I mean, I mean, the, I mean, the Rams, the Rams are built for this. No, we're talking the, about the and Jimmy Garoppolo does stink, by the way. Oh, and, and Stafford. I'm pretty sure you had Stafford stinks too. I didn't say that. I did. And he could, it's because he does. And, and again, Garoppolo sucks. You're out of your mind. You must you must watch you must watch the same games that um, a Stevie Wonder watches. I I watched a guy over his over, through so far this year in the playoffs is thrown for th- only thrown for three hundred yards, two picks, no touchdowns. That's the guy. Beat Dallas and Green Bay. I forgot, I forgot Jesse Stats Lorenz back on the back on the podcast. And and by the way, when we're going over stats throughout his playoff career, he's thrown over double twice the amount of of uh, interceptions as touchdowns. That's a that's a fucking leader that, that wins games, bro. Been, that, been that's a system quarterback. He's Brad Johnson. He is Ryan Tannehill. More than your boy Carson, huh? Been the Super Bowl more than your boy Carson. Carson ain't my boy, bud. I mean, you were pretty on him. A lot of people were, John. I hey guys, I got a stat. I got a stat. Love trumps hate. Okay, hundred percent of the time. All right. E L E everyone. E L E everyone. Take All right. Take it away, Jesse. 10-9-8-76ers. Enjoy the championship games this weekend, everyone. Jesse, take it away. Go, birds. Jimmy Garoppolo sucks. <laughs> <laughs>